0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, peace and blessings to everybody who's watching, who's listening. Uh, welcome to the first episode of the Dean Tour Podcast. I'm Hussein Hafiz. I'm joined here by Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah wabarakatuh. You know, my name is Osman, sir.
1: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm Osman Hafiz. But not a real Hafiz, that's just my last name. Boss.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just our last name. A lot of people get that mistake. But you know, this um This is a venture that we've been working on for a really long time. Uh, A lot of ups and downs, a lot of obstacles we had to go through, you know, trials from Allah. Uh, But alhamdulillah, we got it started. All praise is due to Allah. Um, This podcast is, uh, like, you may be asking yourself, what does Tour mean? Uh, So it's derived from the word detour, because I I like to think of, you know, life having a whole bunch of different pathways, right? You know, there's, there's so many directions you can go, so many decisions to make. And, you know, only only Allah knows, like, what is best for you. And only Allah does what is best for you. And so we think of, like, deen, you know, deen is the way of life in Islam. That's what we call it. So it's like it's your way of life, and it's like all the different pathways you can take. And, you know, you either do the right thing or you do the wrong thing. You know, it's as it's like, it's simple as that. And um, today with my brothers, you know, we're going to be talking about Something pretty simple, you know, we want to show y'all that we're like, we're just like you guys, you know, we're, we're the same as everybody out there, you know, like, uh, we take Islam as our guide in everything that we do. And whatever we talk about on this podcast, you know, we're going to be using the perspective of Islam, you know, the, the Muslim view, because that is there, that is the only view that is the right view in our eyes. And, you know, like what it was like growing up black and Muslim in America. In the West. Yeah, in the, in the West, West, we, we said America, We're like, what the hell are you talking about? the West, All yeah. right?
1: But nah, bro, dude, like it's like more fitting growing term. up black and Muslim in America, bro. Like, pick a struggle, dude. Like, I'm
0: <laughs> not gonna lie, for for us, I, like, I don't think it was that bad. Like, yeah, I didn't get
1: the worst side of it. I didn't get the worst side of yeah, it. The, the, the thing is, Allah. Allah. look, Allah. the Allah. thing Allah. is,
0: I in my head, I can't really recognize anything where I was like, oh, see, like that's because it's because I was black. I never blamed it. I never blamed it, but. You know, one thing I was recently thinking about when we were talking about um, doing this episode, especially as our first one, I was like, okay, so it's something like, it's something we went through, you know, it's something that lot, a lot of people may have gone through, you know, like, we don't have to say black, we could just say, you know, being foreign, you know, we're from Sudan, um, but I don't, like, I don't see it too much as like a struggle because, you know, we understand where we're from. Mm-hmm. We're from a third world country. We're from the slums, bro. It's like, it's hard out there, especially in Sudan, you know, and we've experienced the hardship out there, but we haven't lived there. You know, we've been there for a couple months at a time, you know, a couple weeks at a time, but it's nothing compared to the people who have to live there, like our family that lives there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm thankful for, yeah, I'm thankful for what we had in America, whether it was a struggle being black and being Muslim, like it, it doesn't matter. You know, I was, uh, we were born at the height of like, you know, 9-11 and the war on terror, but... You know, a lot many people didn't know we were Muslim, at least from my perspective. I don't know about you guys, but for me, like nobody in elementary school and middle school, like they didn't know I was Muslim because I never publicized it. You know, I was a kid. Yeah. It wasn't like I was wearing a on my sleeve saying, oh, yeah, yeah I'm Muslim. Exactly. And it's then, not like, you know,
1: it's you know, not like, like the women wearing hijabs and stuff like yeah. it's not like it's blatantly out there. I never announced that I was Muslim, you know, maybe one time in elementary school and the teacher was like, like brought something to the school and asked if anyone wasn't allergic to pork. Yeah, yeah, hold
2: on. Yeah, oh, look, listen, man, you get, you get all sorts of weird comments, you know. Dang, you know, you're you're Muslim. <laughs> you're Muslim. You you, you speak Islam.
0: <laughs> Are you from Ramadan? You know, it's just...
2: I'm, if, I'm not going <laughs> to lie,
0: like, I, I only got that type of stuff in high school. Like, in, in elementary, I would always say, oh, yeah, I'm African. I never said I was from Sudan. I'd say I'm African just because so, it messes with people's head. They look at me, you know, they see the curly hair, they see the light skin, they're like, what? You're not from Africa. That's like, be like a common like,
1: misconception. Yeah, they'll get. be
0: like, "Oh, you're Dominican, or you're are Puerto Rican, or you're you're some form of Hispanic, or you're Indian." I got Indian a lot, Oh bro,
1: where yeah, exactly. yeah. I got Indian too, bro. I don't <laughs> know where you see me. I, you, also, um, you got Indian. <laughs> yeah, I got Indian a lot. Like
2: before, I had you know dreads. You know, I, I was I was bald, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, you know, I was bald. You know, they would they would talk about my forehead. They would talk about all this and that. You know, call me Indian. I was like, no, I'm African. They're like, no, 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 you're Indian. You're yeah. not black.
1: Why was that always a topic of discussion? Like when I was a kid, a lot of people they always used to talk about my race, like like as if it was like some sort of mystery. Like they had to solve it. I was like, I don't understand why. Like did, was your parents teaching you this? Yeah, like you bro, have to bro. you have to identify get every single me, person. Like get off of me! I'm human. Khalas. Like leave it at that.
0: You know one thing. One thing about like growing up uh, in America and being Muslim, like people never knew that I was Muslim, but they'd always like okay, so you guys remember when your mom would come to your school on like a birthday or something, yeah. or you'd come after like a, uh, like a doctor's appointment, you'd have McDonald's or something, and she'd come to your classroom with you real, for, real quick and like drop it off or whatever, they'd see that she's wearing hijab. And then they'd always ask, hey, why does your mom have a scarf on her head? Yeah. Like, why is she not wearing it around her neck? i will be like, I, I, I wouldn't know what to tell them because like I didn't have an explanation at the time. I wasn't gonna like just be like, oh yeah, it's cause we're Muslim. I didn't know that. I thought like, you know, she just wore it to wear because at the time, like I was uninformed about that type of stuff. You know, I was going to Sunday school. You know, obviously, but like it wasn't something where I was just like, oh, yeah, it's because we're Muslim. And I think maybe because my parents were trying to protect me, because at the time, you know, it was was the height of 9-11, war on terror. You know, people, everybody who was uh, was Muslim could have been called the terrorist at any time. You know, it was
1: like it was a horrific time. Sad time, sad time for real. And we did get the bad end of it. Like, but like, like it wasn't that bad, though. I
0: don't yeah, I just if I'm, I'm being like, real. I don't I just don't I for, can't for really us, remember I, I any how significant event. I don't yeah. know how but
1: yeah, you know, alhamdulillah it wasn't that bad on us. Alhamdulillah we didn't get discriminated. I about. understand.
0: I understand it though like a lot of people who struggled with that but I like I just can't remember any like significant events that happened because of that. Not at, especially not as a kid but in high school and stuff like that. Yeah, it started to like yeah. it started to show. Like I've seen um I've seen like I've gotten weird looks from people in public before. I've gotten people who like you're who, well. who, who like they don't even try to hide it right though i'll be walking in a store and i'll see like a white lady she'll see me and she'll just like walk away like she'll in like a hurry and you know i don't like to think anything of it but sometimes i'll be thinking okay is it because of my color bro <laughs> like, is it, are you is there <laughs> something like did i do something to you like there's no way unless i stink brother like, <laughs> no, i, see, look,
2: thing, no, bro, I, think I stink. always be smelling good you know what i'm saying so like
0: no i think you stink too
2: if they're walking away Shut up! <laughs> if they're walking away, you know it has to be for no, some, no. some
1: reason. The you height, know. the height of my anger reaches by bomber jokes, especially by Muslims. Okay. What are you like? What? They're not funny. I've got, I've gotten way, like,
0: bro. I've seen way too many of those jokes from by by non-Muslims and by Muslims. It's like. I, as a, when I was younger, you know, 15, 14, maybe, you know, I could find those jokes a little bit funny. I could be like, oh, yeah, that was clever. That's cool, blah, blah, blah. But now you're playing into the stereotype. Now you're trying to make it seem like we're all someone who's into this because, like, oh, yeah, yeah we've accepted what happened or, you know, we're going to make a joke out of what happened. But, you know, it's not really, it, especially now, it's not that funny, bro. It's, it's just annoying. It's all. really annoying, especially because, you know, now, like, now that I've, ha- I've had way more knowledge about Islam, you know, it's haram. Like, you can't make jokes about Islam. And like, there's, there's a verse in the Quran that says, and they will say we were only conversing and playing. You know, you're, you're just making a joke, but to Allah, something like that is not you're a like joke. Were you making Moment a joke hypocrites. about the deen?
1: Yeah. Like, were you making a joke about the deen? Like, what, what's funny about it? Like, I don't understand. Like, that, that was the height of my anger growing up was just bomber, jo- like just jokes, little mediocre jokes. Bro, not even just that. Like, who, who do you think you are?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> who do you think you are making a joke
0: about me? <laughs> in my way of life, my deen. And a joke like that, you know, it doesn't come from like, oh, I'm trying to make people laugh. It's like, oh, you know what? People see my religion as a joke, so I'm going to make fun of it, and I'm going to get laughs, and I'm going to get um, a validation from that.
1: Yeah, exactly. They like don't, and out. it's
0: not, they're, most of the time, they're not getting validation from Muslims. They're getting it from people outside mm-hmm. of the scope of Islam. And that, like, that irritates me the most. You know, 9-11 just passed, bro. I was seeing so many um, uh, jokes on uh, TikTok about that. And it was mad annoying. Yeah, TikTok mm-hmm. and Instagram and people all laughing about it. Like, when I learned, like, even laughing at a joke like this, hold on, because you're playing into, you're giving them what they want. Bro, not, not even just laughing at, you know, the Muslims, you know,
2: they, they even laughing at the people that died, their own people that are dying, you know, that died on that day. And they're like, yeah, making stories about, you know, the 9-11 victims and how mm-hmm. they died and et cetera. And these
0: are their own people. So, but it's also the fact that the actions that were displayed were not by Muslims. You exactly. can't call those people Muslims. They they claim, they claim can claim whatever they want, bro. I can claim that I'm white,
1: but I'm obviously not white. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> bro, I can claim anything I want. It doesn't mean that I, like, it's just because like, I like, claim to represent something doesn't mean I do represent. Yeah.
1: It. It's like claiming to be a vegetarian. Bro, like,
0: look, listen, I'm not going to apologize
2: so on behalf of Islam for 9-11 because, yeah. you know, it, that has nothing to do from, uh, with, with Islam. Islam. Islam is free of all of this, you know. You don't see... like.
1: Islam is perfect. Don't attribute the the people who are not perfect to Islam. We're not perfect, but Islam is perfect. You can't attribute those people to Islam. You know, it's one thing like
0: I've I've had those types of jokes with like friends. It's different when I when I have that that type of joke with a friend. You know, and um and I see it like they they don't we we have like our own type of banter. You know, you have your group of friends, you have your own type of banter. But then when I see a group publicizing it to everybody else, and they're um they're trying to like make this thing into, like they're playing into the stereotype. You know, there was a stereotype for a time. It could still be a stereotype. You know, I don't, I haven't seen it personally because, you know, I'm not out here wearing a thobe every single day and so people are not like looking at me and be like, oh, yep, I know he's Muslim. Well, obviously, I live in America so if I wear something like that, obviously, I'm going to get some looks. Like, I know you, you've worn uh, a thobe to like school or something, right?
1: But it really didn't. It really, it was surprising how much people didn't care versus how much you would think they would care Like. Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Shoot, like, I, it wore, it I wore it to
0: the store once and I got some weird looks. People were like, Are you wearing a dress? Nah, 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 like, no, no, no. I'm, look, not, I'm look, not wearing a dress. Bro, Remember dr- that
2: one time you know, in Ramadan? It was, in uh, Ramadan, we went, we we went, went to, to break that, fast. We went to that little uh, <laughs> restaurant. We were trying to get. Oh, something. the Greek restaurant. Yeah, the yeah. Greek yeah. restaurant, trying to get shawarma. Everyone was
0: looking at us. Bro, no, that was, that was like, I was really uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> First off, we were the only black people in the store. What about Mohi? He's Caucasian, bro. So we were the only black people in the store. And <laughs> we walk in, we see pure white faces, and they don't, all, even la-
1: don't even label them as
0: that. All, all, all faces turn and they look at us, and we're like, we're we're, we're walking to the front. So like and it's all a these restaurant. tables, yeah, all these tables, they're all looking at us while we're walking down. It's like walking down on a fashion show, but like they're they're scolding you while you're walking. So we're doing that. And then we get to the front, and we're like, yo, um, we just want to get some shawarma. Like, we just wanted to get it and go. And I forgot, but they were the staff was mad rude to us. They were, um, I don't remember exactly what they said. I just remember they were rude, and they were giving us weird looks. Like, we had interrupted something, even though we just wanted to come in and get some food. Mm-hmm. And when we left, I could still feel the looks on the back <laughs> of my neck, bro. It was like the sun was scorching down heat from their eyeballs, bro. I. Bro, matter of fact, brother. Speaking about those, you know, or even earlier
2: today, as I was leaving the mosque, you know, someone told me, you know, nice gown. Bro, who are you, like? Get out of my face! <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. bro, he complimented you. No, nah, but yeah, I, I told him thank you. But in my head, I'm just like, bro, is this guy trying to make a joke? Like, yeah, What's funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, one thing. One thing I actually remember, it, like when I first, so uh, my last two years in middle school, we didn't, uh, we didn't live in America we lived in saudi you know we studied there we studied like um it was it was actually good studying over there then we come back to america and i hated it like i hated it at first be, because like i just didn't want to be here it was like it was like i was entering into a high school musical movie bro everybody like every everywhere i looked bro people making out uh, uh parties blah 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 all this it was like living in a freaking tv show like a pg13 tv show everything mm-hmm. you could imagine about high
1: school in those tv shows like the bullying all that all of that was Present in this, especially when you're moving from Saudi Arabia, a place like Saudi Arabia, who, where the people actually have morale, and in the schools they teach you differently than yeah. what they do over here, and then you come over here, and then you see all that. Like Wellahi public school, bro. It was
0: there was like there was like it was like there was no <laughs> rules, bro. People could skip. Like you see, you see making out in between periods, all this type of stuff. And to think, when like people having car meets in the people back. started <laughs> treating me differently, like people started <laughs> treating me differently when they found out I was Muslim, because they'd be like. um... Like one day they were serving food in, in the cafeteria, and someone offered me some pork, and I said, "No, nah, I can't eat that." They were like, "What? You Muslim?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah." And then they started laughing at me, and uh, like they just like they just kind of like uh, <laughs> brushed me off. And I was bro, I felt so uncomfortable. Like I was new to the school too. I didn't, I barely had no friends. I'm sitting at this table, and they do that to me, bro. I, like I felt so bad. I didn't talk to nobody like the rest of the school year because I was just so uncomfortable. That's probably the one significant thing I can think about when I first started high school and I was back in America. Like, keep in mind, bro, I was I was still technically a kid. You know, I was very mature for my age. But up to that point in life, I had never seen some of this stuff. I'd never seen someone kissing school. I'd never seen like, you know, these parties, the smoking, the drinking. I never seen none of that. You know, I was in Saudi Arabia for two years bro. I was surrounded by that that type of environment, bro. It was like. It was like being thrown into a fire, bro. And I was I was just so uncomfortable. You know, I was a shy kid, you know, I didn't like to talk to nobody. So yeah, that's probably the one thing I can I can remember that where I was like, Okay, um, this is weird re- this is weird, this is real, like I hated it and I didn't tell nobody about it. And at the time, you know, I wasn't someone who was um I, was, I, I would de- most definitely say I was not as religious as I am right now. So I didn't know where to turn. I didn't want to turn to my parents. I didn't turn to my siblings. I didn't, turn to, I didn't have friends at the time. I didn't have no one to turn to. So really what I did, I drowned my sorrows in Call of Duty. All I did was play the game for like six hours a day. That's it. That's how, that's how I drowned my <laughs> sorrows, bro. I didn't have no, no, like no, nothing dude, else to do. I this dude would
2: be trying I w- so hard.
0: Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, I wasn't uh, going to the gym for real or I wasn't doing none of that. I, w- I wasn't even really playing football like that. I just drowned my sorrows in Call of Duty, bro, and I, it was bad for me. So yeah, that's that's that, that's actually a good example of me telling you that like, if you don't have Allah on your side when you get tried by something, then you know it's gonna um, it's gonna affect you negatively because that affected me negatively. Yeah, I had fun playing on the game, but that's over with now, and I'm I'm always still nostalgic about it. But why? Because I'm not create I wasn't creating no new memories, like I wasn't doing nothing for myself. I didn't do anything that truly benefited me. You know, I was unhealthy. I was I was a quiet kid. I was I was shy. Like I wasn't doing much. You know, maybe being More quiet fat. and shy, is good. <laughs> being quiet and shy is good in Islam, right? But that I don't think that being that type of quiet and shy. You know, I didn't speak up for anything. I wasn't speaking. I wasn't speaking my mind. I wasn't you know being confident in myself. You know, I was kind of did I you ever pray in school? Scared, huh? Did you
1: ever pray in school?
0: I I never prayed in school, <laughs> and I actually really regret that.
1: Yeah, bro. praying in school it's one of the most fulfilling. things. You tell your teacher, I gotta go pray the Lord. They can't say anything to you, knowing that nothing will ever be in between you and the call of prayer. To between you and Allah, it's the most fulfilling experience ever.
0: So, how do you like? How do you deal with the people who who could like think
1: a certain way about you when you say, "Oh, I have that's to the, pray." That's the thing. No one has ever when I when I was in school, when I used to say I needed to go pray. No one would ever like my, my teacher would take care of me. And Alhamdulillah, I feel like it, it was easy for me. They, no one would look at me wrong. No one would look at me weird. Like, they would just look at me like, oh, he just got to go pray to God. That's it. Like, everyone, like, they even thought it was normal. And it was easy. Even when I'm at, when I'm at work and I tell my coworkers I got to go pray, I got to go be right back, five minutes, they, they, make, they make way for me. They cover my, the things I got to do and they let me go do it. It's like it's not even – I've never gotten a dirty look from it.
0: Have you guys ever, like, sat here – because I, I used to see psychological studies when I, was, when I took psychology in high school. And it'd be like um, babies are shown a, a baby doll, right? And they'll be like, "Which one's the good one? Which one's the bad one?" It'd be a it'd be a white baby and a black baby doll, right? Mm-hmm. So then they'd ask the babies, "Which one's the good one?" And it would point to the white baby, and they'd be like, they'd be so like the the psychologists they were like, "Why do they think this? Why do they think there's one bad and there's one good? Why can't both be good?" So what I was about to ask is, have you guys ever like asked yourself, okay, why like why was I born? Like this, you know, in a, in a, especially in a time where there racism is still prevalent, literally, you know, black no. lives. We're at the height of like the Black Lives Matter movement. We've seen like what what uh, p- police brutality has been like from the '90s to now, and bef- even before.
2: I mean, I wouldn't say that. Not really. Like me, like I was, I was, you know, perfectly fine. Like in my own skin. Like I was, like you know, I can't do anything about it. But you know, I ain't gonna lie though. As a kid, though, I try to fit in in so many different ways. Like yeah. you know, I try to have, I try to copy, you know. <laughs> I try to have a mohawk I try to you know I just try all these different types of things like I just try to be everything but myself
0: I remember when we were kids right um so basically we grew up together right and as a kid this guy was like my wingman (laughs) this guy he, he was like my sidekick so I was like Batman he was like Robin we would um so one time I remember someone asked us like what what uh, chips we like better. It was like Doritos or Cheetos, right? And I said he said Doritos at first, and I said nah, Cheetos better. He's like yeah, Cheetos better. <laughs> like, and from then on I was like oh shoot, this guy he's my dog, bro. This guy he likes whatever I like. <laughs> but that's kind of like what you mean about fitting in. I tried to fit into. I remember um, as a middle schooler when I first got to middle school, especially like sixth grade, bro. I was trying to fit in as much as I could. I got a mohawk too. Bro, I was like, I was trying to dress like everybody else. You know, I was trying to wear the, all the, the cool shoes, the cool colors, all that type of stuff. And not once, not once did it occur to me why I was on this earth. You know, I never questioned myself. I never been like, oh, yeah, you know, what's truly, what's truly like the purpose here? What's truly our, um, what we're supposed to be getting after while we're here? You know, I never truly uh, thought about, oh, yeah, what's next? Even though I knew, you know, I went to we went to Sunday school, all of us went to Sunday school. They taught us, oh yeah, there's hellfire, there's hereafter, there's there's paradise, no. there's jannah right? There's um you have to pray, all this type of stuff. They taught you what that like they taught you about it, but they didn't tell you why. Like I don't remember knowing why. Like why, what is the reason for this? I know I never like I can't remember one time as a kid where they told me, you know, how much Allah loves me, Bro, speak, but they told me how much how bad the torment was. Speaking about, you know, Sunday school as a, I hated going to Sunday school, like
2: I would try to do anything but to go to Sunday school. Like, you know, I would try to act like I was sleeping in, always try to act like I was sick. I would just try to sit home and play the game. I would, you know, just everything that wasn't beneficial in the long run for me. I would just yeah. try to do that. You know, I would just caught up, you know doing what i wanted to do you know in my own desires obviously bro, as we a were kid. kids though yeah yeah exactly yeah. you know i'm a kid
0: but, so. no no i understand that but look i i knew the purpose of sunday school it was just like going to school right for me it was just like going to any other school but i used it as a place to make friends bro i used to just like i used to lollygag in the class until like lunchtime came then you had we had time to play football or whatever and then we'd go back for like another hour and then we'd be done that's how i that's how i thought of it even though i learned the stuff i learned some stuff you know and i retained some of the stuff I never really took it in, you know. I remember the stuff because you know I learned it as a kid, so it was like it just stuck with me. Like you know, I I learned Surah Al-Fatiha, you know, the opening chapter of the Quran. I learned it and it stuck with me forever, <laughs> but which which is really good. And I learned some I learned some stories that like you know I remember parts of at, like as I grew older, but eventually I forgot that stuff because I didn't really take it in. Like I didn't take it to the heart because I was forced I was forced to learn it. And I and I don't like I still think it was one of the best decisions my my parents could have made for me because. Um like even though they made me go, and I probably didn't want to go, the fact that I was still able to retain that stuff, even though I wasn't trying to that's like that that really shows me like the the power of Allah you know that Allah was instilled inside my heart, even from a young age, and even though I may have turned away from him growing up and like i you know I didn't turn to him as much as I should eventually i I turned back to him, like I came back to Allah mm-hmm. this is why this is probably why I don't see like um as many difficulties, uh, and being black or being foreign and Muslim and growing up in the West. You know, I see, the, I see the, the fact that there, you know, there's so many difficulties today, you know, people drinking, people, um, uh, uh, smoking. Um, now people are trying to teach our kids about being, being gay and like being trans or whatever, and all this, that is okay. And like you're instilling it in our kids' minds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't necessarily grow up with that. Cause for, for me, Bro, I never saw a gay person until I was 15, dog. Oh, I never lived in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know. Even before no, that, Even yo, me, bro.
2: I was, I was still here. I didn't, I didn't bro, see any of that. Those
0: that, that, movement, I don't that movement started <laughs> like like 30 years before I was born, though. And I had never seen one. I would never heard of it. The only time oh, I ever man. heard the word gay was the fact that it meant happy. Yeah, the people of love. Bro, and people used to make so many
2: jokes about it. Like, yeah, I'm gay. And then people be like,
0: what? What are you talking about? You're gay. And then you're like, no,
2: no, no, I'm happy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I never knew what it meant other than that, bro. The people of love to you, bro. I don't know. They've been working hard. They've been pushing their agenda. But, like, I mean, it's a bad agenda. Like, you can't push that against children. I mean, you're free to push whatever agenda you want. But don't push, push that onto children. I mean, today life is like, it's getting
0: more Children difficult. shouldn't
1: be learning about sexual, they're children, let them be children.
0: You know, for, for anybody who's like, who's like watching or listening, um, whether, whatever you've gone through, like you can't, we can't let that define us, you know, because Allah, Allah has, has put it for us that whatever you go through is better for you. Exactly. Like no matter what happens, this is, this is the, the fact of the deen to right? There are, there are so many paths you could take, right? So many roads you can go down. Allah knows the outcome of every single one, but He knows which one is best. You can go down whichever one you want. You know, you can you can go down the path where you say you want to drink and you want to smoke, and then you end up getting addicted to that. You turn away from Allah, and now you're um, now you're in a state of depression and all this. Or you can go down a path where you don't go, uh, don't smoke or drink. You focus on whatever you want to do, your studies or whatever ventures you want to go on, adventures you want to uh, pursue and it ends up being better for you and you're praying and you're doing uh doing this and that and if you're not muslim then maybe you can take that lesson that you have that you understand that you're not alone like whatever you go through you know but everybody goes through something everybody got a sob story exactly. you know just because we we may not publicize what happened to us you know i don't see a lot of the stuff that i've i've gone through as a sob story you know bro like half, half these people who who would be watching right now wouldn't under, wouldn't be able to fathom what happened, what we've gone through especially in sudan bro like sudan sudan is like one of the hardest places to live if you especially if you've been there in the past mm-hmm. couple years, you know, they've mm-hmm. been the at they've war. had so many uh wars with their with their own government, the government killing their own citizens, type of stuff, right? And we have so many stories like Yeah, so many stories about that. But look, we, we don't even in the village we don't, we don't oh wear that on our sleeve like we're not wearing that on our sleeve. For one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tells you not to go to, with your problems to other people. You know, personally for me, I don't know about y'all. I would never go to, like, a therapist or something, right? Because that's me taking my problems, taking the stuff Allah has put me through, and, like, tested me with, and going and relying mm-hmm. on someone else to get better. You know, all, only Allah can make you better. Mm-hmm. No matter what you go through. I mean, talking about it is cool, right? You like, know, voicing would, it is yeah, cool, right?
1: hold on. Excuse me. Why would you have to go to someone else? Why would you have to rely on someone else to make your own self feel better? So now you're feeling better is dependent on that person. What and what like, happens when that person dies. isn't there anymore? And when that what person when dies. That person, that person, person, person leaves, leaves
0: your life. That person stabs you in the back, You know, which uh, they will yeah, do. Exactly. Allah doesn't go anywhere. Allah like, doesn't feel no... And, you could, and uh, that
1: therapist, they don't really care how you feel. They're just waiting for the check. It doesn't really matter. Like, if it was me and I was giving advice to somebody, I would tell them, don't, don't go to a therapist. You have to better your own self. This is your battle. Don't, let, don't go to someone else. Don't try to recruit a flex. To fight your battle. <laughs> look, look, matter
2: of fact, bro, like, yeah. look, me in high school, bro, I was always that one kid giving the advice, but I wasn't asking anyone else for advice. Bro, but, this
0: guy was a ghost in high school. Like, you know, I was always giving advice. He was a what? Advice. He was a ghost. No, he wasn't.
1: Yes. <laughs> bro, he had, like, no friends. Yeah. Like, he just no, dropped because, look, everybody. Listen,
2: like, me in high school, like, you know, I tr- like, I was well-known by a lot of people, but, like, I didn't have, like, you know, friends like that because, you know, bro, like, <laughs> what... <laughs> I'm going to take these people as my friends. I mean, like, we you know, always they, they always they weren't, had... They weren't, like, they weren't our after friends, the same they were always
1: We were always friends with the, each other, like our Sudanese yeah. well, brothers we're, here. We're, we're family, bro. Like, we're basically brothers. Yeah, we're, brother, we are right, family. We're brothers, this, this is our life for those children. In, in,
0: in terms of high school, I see what you're saying. Like, all my friends came from football. You know, I played football. That was the only way I made friends. That was the only way I've retained friends. That was the only way I was trying to make friends because I didn't... Like, I didn't see the point because I understood. Like, I truly understood the... the, the um, the point that a lot of people make that once you leave high school, you, a lot of you just go your separate ways. Like you, everybody has their own thing that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, that's been the case for me. Like, you know, I, I still have some friends. I still talk to people. I still got like some of my boys, but like, you know, I never, I, once I turned to Allah, I forgot about all that stuff. I forgot about like the fact that, Oh, I need friends or I need people around me. Like, you know, I always, there's, there's a different type of, um, a feeling you know when you st- when you turn to Allah and you're sitting you're sitting on a musalla right you're sitting on a prayer mat and you're talking to Allah and then you when you feel the presence of Allah and you're just like okay this is all i need i don't need anybody else you know i'm alone i'm like i'd be alone in my room and i don't i don't have nobody next to me i don't have nobody i'm talking to i have i only have Allah and i'm speaking out to Allah you know i'm making prayers and i'm uh you know when when you have that type of connection you don't need nothing else like you it's like you disconnect yourself from the world like you're here on this world physically but your spirit and your mind is somewhere else. Your spirit and your mind, they desire something else. You know, I desire what's in the hereafter. You know, I've studied it and I, you know, I always imagine about it. And ultimately I can't see it. But what, what we've been told in the Quran, what we've been told in the, in the hadith, bro, it's like, it's, it's infathomable, but it's something that, you know, you, you strive towards. Like when you strive towards something bigger than yourself, something bigger than what's, what this life has to offer then you become like a whole a brand new person. This is why I don't see the problems that I've gone through. Like I don't I don't look at them like, oh yeah, this is
1: how I've been shaped. I've been shaped by yeah. Allah, that's it. Like yeah, bro. Like if you go through life only focusing on your problems your life's going to be a problem. Exactly. That's all you like, focus on. Like, I really believe you should go through life happy, always being grateful. Gratefulness is the key to happiness. I don't care what nobody tells me. Yeah, see? It can yeah. always be worse. It can always, don't tell me, don't tell me you're in the worst position because it can always be worse. That's, that's one thing I live by. Gratefulness yeah, exactly. is, is the key to happiness. I'll, like, oh, it can be I'll worse. Worst days are coming, but best days are also coming. And
2: I always also live by, you know, the fact that Allah does not burden a soul more than what it can bear. bear. So, I mean, yeah. if I'm going through something, I can make it out. Mm-hmm. every single time every the only, time, the only way I don't is if time. I die that's it <laughs>
0: and w- what is that death is not always you know a bad thing to us you yeah know? It's, ne- it's never supposed to be a
1: bad thing because every soul tastes yeah. death exactly. Bro, why would death be a bad thing if it's inevitable for every single human being to ever walk the earth? The belief- name me one name me one human being to walk the earth that hasn't died okay you can't but they're I'm all saying. in the grave <laughs> you know
2: you know why you also can't beat, beat the Muslim even if you kill this person what do they see they see paradise exactly like it's, it, it's always going to be something good. This and is what
1: we have strived for. This is what we worked hard for. Imagine working for something your entire life, and you finally get to see, You finally, someone finally puts a gun to your face, and you're smiling. They're like, what, what's wrong with this dude? Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with this dude? He doesn't know that I prayed five times a day for 80 years. He doesn't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for real, like, you know, someone walks up to you trying to try and rob you. I mean, yeah, I prayed also today. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you?
0: If you, like, if you're too, if you, if someone is too proud, right? to be sitting in their room or to, uh, go out and pray in public for one. And then two, they're too, uh, proud to, um, cry to Allah. Mm-hmm. Then how, how can you expect your relationship to get closed there? Like I've always seen videos and I've, I've heard people, uh, lectures say sitting down or oh, crying to Allah. And I'm like, dang bro, crying like I, like a couple years ago, that was that was such a hard thought. I used to be like, bro, how am I supposed to cry? Until you truly want something, until you truly need that help, until you truly say, until you truly put your until forehead you, on it, the you ground, you truly
1: realize you have to be humble. Yes, because uh, a lot of people who are proud, they never been humbled before. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, like you, like think about Pharaoh. He was never humbled before until Allah Subhanahu wa Taala humbled him. He gave him the hard, the harshest humbled, humbled. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> like, bro, like, bro he, he he
0: gave him the work, like leaking <laughs> on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Like, Dropped the whole ocean on him <laughs> and. <laughs> had uh, and angel gabriel
1: uh, his mouth, in his mouth yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> like think about that like you like a person i don't understand how a person can be so proud like have you you i know you've had trials in your life everybody has trials in their life but you think so highly of yourself why do you think so highly of yourself when you know it can all be taken away from you like that
0: a lot of people they they what they go through they try to wear it on their sleeve especially like you know heartbreak um, bro, heartbreak uh, is
2: the biggest one nowadays. Yeah, Yo, look, listen. My girl cheated on me, so now I'm gonna be the fattest billionaire out there. I'm gonna yeah. be the biggest. I'm gonna be right? a
0: heartbreaker. I'm uh, gonna be I'm gonna a be cheater. Yeah, I'm, gonna bro, do I'm gonna be the biggest Playboy, player like, out where's there. Where's the correlation? Like
2: what? Like, what? Look, listen, bro. Who are you, bro? <laughs> where's your like,
0: bro? Like, grow a new personality, personality, bro. That's like, that's like the stick on TikTok right now, especially for for guys and girls. If there's something they're going through, they publicize it for one. Why would you publicize your problems? You you make yourself vulnerable. That's one thing I've always. Knowing about myself that I don't do I don't make myself vulnerable I don't need you knowing my problems I don't care if you want to help me I, I, I know who wants yeah. to help I know who will help And then that's Allah Even before I knew that Even before I thought that I didn't want my problems out there mm-hmm. Because why? Yeah, exactly. What like, can you offer for me? What can you help you? me with? If I needed, if I wanted to talk to somebody, I'm going to a therapist, but I, I don't believe in therapy, so I'm not going to <laughs> Like, what do you got for me? And <laughs>
1: you're like, the same as me. Because there's someone on earth in the, in the same position that you can be in, and there's also someone on earth who's in a position where they don't have any friends, but they're still fighting their problems. Not, like, listen,
2: uh, like, you you're whatever hardship you're going through, just remember, there is someone on the other side of the world of you from you that will kill to have what you have. Mm-hmm. And you, you just, you know, and you make everything a problem, like, you know, whatever you're going through. And like you said, your life is just going to be full of problems if you want to look at your problems as, you know, yeah. a problem
0: every single time. This is why, this is why we were, what I was talking about, there's someone always going through something worse. And for, yeah. for my sake, for like one thing I say is that, you know, being from Sudan, seeing how, how rough that country is, bro, the people are always so happy. There's well, there's crime yes. there's like there's really bad people in Sudan there's there's corrupt governments you know there's people who like who blow stuff up people who kill people all this type of stuff and I've seen it all but bro the citizens they stay they stay happy bro there's like there's like a family environment there bro if you're Sudan if you're from Sudan and and I'm from Sudan and we don't know each other we're strangers bro we're automatically <laughs> like, friends bro, that's how
1: it is let me let me tell you we're in the middle of the village me and me and Osman we're, we're walking around the village it's, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty big village, but you can still walk from coast yeah. to coast, like from West, like you can walk coast, from end to end, bro, from end to end. And we're walking, we're walking through people's houses. And just because Osman and I have a certain family name or a family name like that, they know us by, and they know other people by, they let us in their house. They give us tea. They give us food. They give us yeah, dinner they offer us for so free. It's stuff, all like. for free. They give us water. Everyone knows each other. Everyone. Have you prayed yet? Oh no, I haven't prayed yet. Oh, go to the mosque. Let's pray. The big mosque. Everyone knows each other. It's beautiful. It's like it's something it's something that you haven't even seen before. Because and you would think that these people would be miserable. They don't have air conditioning, they don't have power, they don't have phones, they don't have anything. <laughs> no but look, if I were no to only power. tell you that, hey, Osman, think about this group of people. They don't have air conditioning, power, food, water, they don't have oh, they don't have clean water, they don't have shower drains, they don't have Clean bathrooms. They don't have TVs. What would you think about these people? You would think they're, that these people are the most miserable people on earth. But what I just told you about how they always invite people into their homes, they, they give them free food, look, they give them tea. They, they value something
2: that that is lost nowadays. Family yeah, values. Family
1: values. Like, and like st- the, strong fem- friendship. The
0: family home in the West, especially, is destroyed. It's destroyed. Most and of the like, but most of these people remember they're they're Muslim. They understand the value that you know Allah. If he will he will uh, withhold money from you. Or he will give it to you if it is better for you. It's not. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be rich," right? But if Allah wrote that, you know, you having money is not good for you because you were gonna misuse it, and He doesn't want want that for you. Then He won't give you the money, even if you want it, even if you work your whole life towards it. And the way
2: I look at it is, if Allah takes something away from you or doesn't give it to you, take it as a sign of His protection. Yes. And, you know, that, that's that's one thing people, you know, overlook a lot because they'll be like, you know, why me? Why don't I have this? This person has this. Why is it always th- these types of people? They get it like, look, me, me personally. Right. Like, I'm not going to say, you know, I grew up, you know, the richest. Right. But I used to always look at people. I'd be like, dang, these people are like they have no moral ethics. But how, how are they yet living the best life, the most comfortable life? And then you just you just have to understand, you know, Allah wants to give these people the luxuries of this world because this world is their paradise and even though you you you're in your in your mind your heart you're just like these people I feel like they don't deserve it like you know these it, people like they're just disgusting people to me like you know I don't know like how you know they're able to Get all the luxuries nah, of this life. You so
1: you so worried about other people. Look. <laughs> no, I'm saying no, this is <laughs> a love. No, no, no. I'm gonna use you as, as an example. Some people be so worried about what other people have. You don't realize what you have. You don't exactly. realize that every. You uh, are one <laughs> in billions. You are one in billions. You don't realize what you have. You because you have something. Most certainly, there's someone out there who has less than you. Who has of less course. than you. You have to be grateful for you. You have to be grateful for it. And that is where that is what will drive your happiness. That's how you be happy every single day. And that's how you beat sadness. Look, listen,
2: yeah, especially after I went to Jean Sudan, Tours. bro. I, <laughs> dude, I just turned into a whole different person. Bro, I, t- I can a whole different bro, person. Like, I remember that once, summer, Osman. Once, 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 once I became grateful. Once, like these things, did this all
0: change my life? Like there were, like speaking of that, there was one, there was one time where he's basically my uncle, but he's my cousin at the same time, right? That's how family weird. But uh, <laughs> so I was, we, were, I was in Sudan with him, and we was chilling. We was just talking. And he was like, like, he just told me, he's like, man, you got it so good. I was like, what you mean? He's like, bro, you know, Arabic, you know, English, you live in America. You, you have good school. Uh, like you have, you have so many opportunities ahead of you. Like you have, you, you have a whole life filled with opportunity. And I looked at him. I was like, I, I didn't know what to say because, you know, in my head, I'm always thinking about, dang, bro, like I'm, I could, I could be going through this or I could be going through that. I was never thinking like, dang, bro, like you didn't get that chance. You know, it's it's not it's not on us to make that decision. You know, Allah wrote for you that this was best for you. You know, he wasn't he wasn't being ungrateful or anything like that. He's very grateful, but he told me like, don't waste my opportunity, basically. And I was like, I took that to heart. I was like, damn, bro, I got to really like exactly. start. I got to start being more more thankful, and I have to start being more grateful. I have to start like, you know, taking more advantage of my opportunities. You know, And that I,
1: drives like the discipline, the motivation. Yeah, exactly. I have it's, to. I have like to thinking, take it. It's like thinking
0: it. if um, you say like you want you want lemonade, right? And Allah, Allah will drop the drop the lemon from the tree. Now, what will you do with that with that exactly. lemon? Are you gonna make the lemonade? Or are you gonna be like, where's my lemonade? At? People, people
2: ask God for a cake. God gives them, you know, the eggs, the milk, all the materials. But you know, what are they, are they really gonna do anything with it? And then they complain, why don't I have a cake?
0: And maybe think about like, you, I need, I really need to start taking advantage of this type of stuff. You know, take advantage of like, you know, what Allah has given to me, what Allah has blessed me with. And and not saying, not saying, oh, I want this or I want that. Like, you know, why don't I why don't I take advantage of what I already have instead of looking to the next thing? Speaking about what
2: you said earlier, you know, you comparing yourself to other people's, you know, what ruins your happiness too. Like, you know, one thing I learned, like, you know, just going into business or whatever it may be, school, business, you know, whatever, whatever you may like, don't compare your page one to someone's pages, you know, yeah. a thousand. Because, you know, that will always, you know, ruin your happiness because you're just like. You don't know what that person did to get you tr- there. Yeah. You try you to know what that life, person. You, yeah,
0: you try to live your life through their through their yeah, eyes. You
1: like. got to focus on yourself yeah. and think about the world world we live in today. Social media, like pillar built world, everyone's on social media. Everyone looks at social media. Everyone's looking at the best chapters of people's lives, and you're looking at everyone's life. You're like, wow this person's life's amazing, but you're only seeing like the best chapters You only because yeah. that's all they post about. Like, that's all
2: they show. One thing I saw, like the grass is always greener, you know, in, on these pictures. Yeah, the,
1: gra- <laughs> the, the grass is always greener on the pictures. And it's like when you, it destroys some people, for some people, it destroys their mentality. They're like, wow, this person's life is amazing, but my, my life is, is bad. It's terrible. Yeah. I have all this stuff happening to me. Everybody has stuff happening to them. You know, and you're so focused on them. You don't realize what you have. You're ungrateful. And that's, why you, and that's why you become sad and depressed. That's why you need to go talk to a person about your problems and let them look, write it down and pay one them money. Thing,
0: one thing, I think um, a lot of people, they want to live life in hardship. They want to live life on the hard side. Even though they want the good stuff, they want that hard stuff. They want a story to tell. You know, they want to be like, "Oh, I went through this, or I went through that, or I'm going through this." You know, it's difficulty. It's a lot of pride. Uh, yeah, a somebody, lot, you know. yeah, a lot of people. They can, if they get through, they can say they got through this, or they can look for, you know, attention, mm-hmm. l- looking for help or something. Because you know, people they don't want to be alone. We we have an innate feeling to not be alone. That's why we mate. That's why we have spouses. This is like, this is why you know we weren't built to be alone. And we weren't built to want to be alone. A lot of people think that this independency thing today is like, you know, it's a, it's a flex or something, or it's It's a trend or whatever, but it's not, you know, we have to got to understand that for one, you're never alone. You know, and I, I learned that the hard way. I learned that, you know, Allah is always with me, but now, now when I look to Allah, I'm never happier. I, I will never question my happiness ever again, no matter what I go through, because I can't complain. There's always something worse it's and there's like I'm working towards something even better, you know, like this this going through whatever I go through here is worth it to, for what for what I'm chasing. You know, I'm chasing the, the paradise, you know, and if you're not Muslim, I, I don't know how you'll you'll truly understand that if you haven't like uh, if you haven't seen um, this side of Islam, it's like a- if you haven't gone through it yourself, you have to go through it yourself. And a lot of people, a lot of Muslims today still ha- may have not gone through that transition of like truly feeling like you know, the help of Allah, you know the um, the guidance of Allah. You know, having your head on the ground and you know crying because you know you need Allah's help, or you need His guidance, or you you're you're thankful to Him, whatever it is. Bro, look, listen, you know, it's all about perspective. You know,
1: the yeah, that's like, that's what I was gonna say earlier. It's about
2: perspective. Like, think about it like this, right? You have you have two people going down the same path, right? Yeah. You know, let's say they're they're going down a mountain. Okay. One person is looking at all the trees and all all the the roadblocks, whatever it may be, and then you have the other person who's just looking at the clear path. Which person is gonna come out, you know, victorious? Victorious at the end, the one who's just focused on the clear path, or the one who's focused on everything around the clear path, everything but the clear path? You know, they're so worried about this, they're so worried about that. Like they're they're, they're gonna they're gonna be the ones
0: that end up. They're rushing. worried about problems before yeah. they even start. Exactly. Like you're you're thinking you're thinking way too ahead of yourself. Like you 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 ever see like the people who overthink the most like yeah th- like
2: the thing they overthink about the most or they fear the most is actually what ends up happening to them.
0: You know what's crazy? I used to overthink before I got closer to Allah. I, that used to be one of my biggest problems. I used to overthink everything. I used to think about so many scenarios what? that you, you didn't need to, You need
1: to think more.
0: I mean, like, it, but you, it, ever since then, now now I just say, oh, I trust in Allah. You know, I will I will take action, but my trust in Allah is number one. Like that's one thing I I I have to like um put for myself that that is one of the hardest things though you know saying you have tawakkul in Allah saying you have trust in Allah saying uh, like something like oh I'm gonna go drive to the gym right and saying I have the trust in Allah that I will make it there safely and I won't get in a car crash or something or saying that the fact that you know I have trust in Allah that I might do well on a test uh in school even if I don't do well I, I trust it in Allah you know and even if I failed then Allah said that I should fail and that's better for me than me uh passing that test or whatever that's, that's something a lot of people need to understand and they have to truly take on for themselves if they want to, um, to understand what we're saying here today. That's one thing. You know, we're we're all like you, we we've all gone through a whole bunch, like a whole bunch of stuff. But we don't wear this stuff on our sleeve. We don't make it who we are. You know, what what we are, we are Muslims. We are Muslim men. We are Muslim men growing in a society that is really difficult. To be a Muslim, in, uh, especially, it is really difficult to say that you are a Muslim and show that you are practicing without people calling calling you an extremist or saying you're too strict or calling Girl, you a Wahhabi or
2: whatever. Look, listen, you, you tell people you pray five times a day. They're looking at you like you got three eyes. They're like, huh? Hey, if you pray <laughs> five times a day. You know how how can one do such a thing? And you're just like, or you don't even know. Like, they don't got, understand. What about what about all the other people? You know, praying all the Sunnah prayers, praying you know the five daily prayers, and doing even more. You know. These are the real people who are they don't, true submitters to Allah. They
0: don't understand like the, that level of faith, you know, that level of Iman. But, you know, that's a that's a topic for another time.
1: I once heard a saying, the, the more a man lets his desire control him, the more he is like an animal. And the more he controls himself and he submits, the more he is like an angel.
0: And look, matter, that's wait, hold on. He just
1: spoke some real facts. Wait I know a I always speak facts every time <laughs> I open my mouth.
2: And going back to that, you know, a reminder, I'm always going to be telling you guys, the more disciplined you are, the more free that you are. You know, it, people have it backwards nowadays. They think, you know, doing whatever they want is going to make them more free or following their own desires is going to make them, you know, the most free. But it's not. And if you think deeply and look, look truly at yourself and look at the people around you, you will see that's
1: true. Yeah. it's like why would you do something that is truly not beneficial to you and like you give you can give an excuse you can give whatever excuse you want but you control yourself at the end of the day i don't want like there's no control nobody else yeah you don't you can't control anybody else you can't control this you can't control that you can't control the weather but you can control yourself you can give any excuse that you want if say addicted you're addicted to cigarettes but you know cigarettes can give you lung cancer they can they're gonna hurt you in the long run it's my freedom my choice it's my freedom is my choice no they control you. The drug is controlling you. Exactly. You know, you come back for more. You know, yeah, this you is, come this back for more. And then busy. you know, and then I, and then one day you're like, man, I gotta stop. What's, or, what's,
2: what's, what's the term that, oh freedom freedom is not free. Even even this is your guys' <laughs> own terms. And you know, you, this is not really what you're living by.
0: That's true. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. You know, I don't wanna get like, I don't want this episode to be too long, so we're gonna close that out here. I just wanna say for one, that anything we talk about, we may, even if we come off as aggressive my 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 brother here is going to let y'all know that we will invite you to Islam but the the aggression comes from passion we are very passionate about Islam like this is this is literally our life this is what drives our decision making this is what drives our 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 day to day this is what drives everything that we do because we're working towards something bigger and we just like we're here to just share advices and um like per, the perspective that Islam has taught us and we are still students of knowledge on topics that we talk about but with that being said, you know it's been um, Hussein. Uh, I appreciate anybody who listened, who made it to the end, who watched whatever. I Hope y'all can like, like, subscribe, whatever y'all want to do. I uh, hope y'all stick around, tune in for Leave our next comment. episode.
2: Let us know, give us the criticism. Yeah, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We want to talk to you guys. On top of that, so you know, feel free to message us on Instagram or you know, de- you know, whatever, it, whatever it may be. You know, even or we'll even reply to uh, your comments. On the top links of that. will
0: be in the description and at the end of the video. But with that being said, assalamu alaikum.
1: Oh, I have one more thing to say. Wallahi, I feel blessed. I'm grateful that I'm in this position. Wallahi, I will make change. D- during this podcast, however long we stay running for, we will make change. This, this is coming from gratefulness. This is coming from motivation, discipline. We will make change. And that's all I got to say. Yalla, assalamu alaikum wa wa barakatuh. All right, peace.